0: Hello, welcome to the Downward Facing Spiritual Spiral Podcast. This is Eddie Cohn, the host, and I'm really excited you're here listening today. First of all, shout out to England. I'm getting a lot of listens in England or from England. So uh, if you're from England, shoot me, a, uh, shoot me a text. Well, don't shoot me a text, but find me on Instagram or Twitter at Eddie Cohn and just say hello. I'd, I'd love to hear what you're thinking about the show, but I'm getting a lot of listens in England. So I'm just really excited about, about that. I mean, that's that's just one really cool thing about the podcast is to be able to record something here in Los Angeles and then people around the world are listening to it, which is really freaking amazing. And I also want to just say the response that I've gotten for the podcast or the interview I had with Vetus has been so overwhelmingly wow and positive. It feels good. A couple people um, said something to the fact like, wow, they have not heard such an authentic, real conversation on the radio before. And a lot of people reached out to Vetus, apparently, and and just were blown away by the things he said. And yeah, look, you know, one thing that I wanted to talk about, and one thing that that somebody said, or a couple people have actually said to me over the last couple months, but specifically after the conversation I had with Vetus... They said something like, my podcast is really, uh, it's controversial. <laughs> and I I just, what to me, what's so interesting is it almost feels like this idea of having a conversation now is controversial. And I'll tell you why maybe that's the case. I think people are terrified to come on my show, some of them. And I think a lot of people are terrified to say the wrong thing. I think we have become a culture where... It's so easy, so comfortable, and so safe to post little pictures on Instagram, whether it's uh, body shots or food pics or you looking happy with your friends. I mean, that stuff is all so freaking easy to do. And Instagram gives you the filters, it gives you the smiley faces and the gifts. And anything that you can imagine to make your life look so perfect and happy and easy. But to actually like come over, drive a half hour through some traffic, turn on the microphone and have a conversation about life and where you're coming from and hear your perspective on social media and how people are using it, that terrifies the fuck out of some people. So maybe... And I also know that because I I do get people that very last minute cancel. And uh, I hear sometimes, um, you know, I'm busy. You know, I don't want this to come across the wrong way, but there are not many more people out there that are busier than I am. And I don't mean that in any sort of disrespect. I mean, I think my point is we're all busy. I mean, I'm doing like five things right now. And I am so freaking busy, but... I manage my time, and I know how to manage my time. And I think also a lot of people don't know how to manage their time now because of cell phones and social media. It it gives people the impression that their lives are much busier than they are, and it's just really difficult to juggle all this sort of stuff. So my point back to a lot of people say last minute, oh, I'm just too busy after telling me they want to come on the show. They just can't make the time, or something comes up or whatever. And I think the reality is is that there's this thing out there, this thing being social media, and Instagram, that's just sort of like hovering above our society and our culture, and nobody wants to talk about the mental manipula- manipulative impact that it's having on everybody's life. And nobody wants to talk about it. And everybody just sort of wants to turn the other cheek. And thats it's so interesting. I've never been called angry before in my life. But because I used to, and I want to get back to it, post quotes where I make fun of our culture and the way that we use Instagram, and because I talk about it, it, it freaks people out. Like, they have no idea how to deal with it. And I don't think this is particularly controversial at all. I think this is really important. And I think nobody wants to talk about it. And I that's why I was really so stoked that well, first of all, I'm stoked that anybody comes over here and talks to me, because it means a lot. Uh it's inspiring for me. It fills me up. But I also know it's scary. It's scary to I you know, I was listening to this podcast called Life is Short today. I forget the actor who runs it, but I was listening to a conversation briefly that he had with Kevin Bacon. And I had to turn it off because literally he's just basically kissing Kevin Bacon's ass for like 15, 20 minutes and telling him how great he is. And that's just so uninteresting to me. I mean, of course, there are those moments where I may be moved by stories they tell or so thankful they're here or Josh from the band Other Lives. Of course, I complimented him profusely and same with Vetus because he used to be a big part of my life. But I don't want to spend an hour or 45 minutes or an hour and a half just talking to them about how great they are. I want to hear some real life stuff about their life and how they got here and what's really going on because I think people are just more comfortable or more interested in just sort of posting pretty cute little pictures on Instagram instead of having a real life conversation. So if that means my show has become controversial And if it means because I'm asking questions that nobody really wants to talk about, or because I'm pointing out the natural trend that's happening in our culture where people would rather stare at their phone and send a little emoji or a text than actually sit down for an hour and have a talk. So if if me, by me calling that out, if that's considered controversial, the mere act of having a talk is making people uncomfortable, I'm okay with that. The other interesting thing that I want to talk about, there's a few things I'll talk about today. By the way, Jake Reed, who's a drummer here in Los Angeles, he's my next guest. He's coming over on Saturday, so expect that to drop sometime next week. Um, If you are new to the podcast, please go back, check out the library of podcasts. It's funny, part of me, I went back to my very first recording, my first podcast that I recorded. And of course, I'm so critical of it. You know, I've become so much more comfortable recording these things and talking and, you know, I, I've thought about deleting the first few episodes, but whatever, you know, you get better by doing it. And it's important to just put yourself out there and people are going to judge it, whether it's shitty or whether it's great. So just do it. And I'm I, my point is, is that go back to the library of podcasts because there's some amazing interviews and conversations I've had with some really intelligent, um, inspiring people. So uh, definitely go back. Jake Reed is next. But the other thing I wanted to talk about really quickly, and then one other point, and then I'll let you go. It's interesting. I was thinking about a couple things. First of all, you know, sometimes I'll bring up this, this whole thing with our world becoming so visual. And, and somebody like Vetus or somebody else that I've had on the show, Calvin or a friend of mine, will just say, oh, it's always been like that. When you turn on your television and you see an advertisement, you know it's an advertisement. When you open up a magazine and see Cindy Crawford or whomever, uh, Naomi Campbell, uh, I'm just thinking of some models, uh, but typically you know, or Scarlett Johansson, you know it's an advertisement. But Instagram blurs the lines of everything. You have no idea if it's an advertisement Or if there's tons of filters on it and this person really doesn't look like this, if this person's pretending to be happy because they had a shitty day and they want some dopamine hits from people, you have no idea what anybody's intentions are when it comes to Instagram. It's funny. Obviously, the big news that came out like a week or two ago, and I didn't post a podcast about it, but I, I thought I'd talk about it a little bit today. You know, Instagram is experimenting with getting rid of the like feature on their platform. And I guess they started out in Australia and a few other countries. And it's getting a lot of mixed reviews in the sense that some people love it, but then a lot of people are outraged by it. And there was actually this video in us in Australia of this quote-unquote influencer Who's freaking out uh, because you know she's paid by companies based on likes. And I, I was thinking it's really it's just an interesting phenomenon. First of all, let's be real about what an influencer is. An influencer is somebody who a company thinks is good looking and they think that person's looks is going to get somebody to buy their product. That's what an influencer is. That is it. So it's clearly manipulating people to buy something based on a person's looks. And so a lot of influencers are freaking out about Instagram's decision or this idea of of playing with the idea of getting rid of likes. Leo's here. He's upset about it too. But the other thing that I I read, which I find really interesting. So Instagram is going out of their way to say that they're worried about people's mental health. And that's why they're potentially going to make this choice. But then I read somewhere else in the New York Times where the only reason Instagram is doing this, or Facebook, and we know Facebook owns Instagram, is because if they can get rid of the influencer, then that advertising money will go directly to Facebook and Instagram. It won't go to the influencer, and then Facebook and Instagram will make more money And so it actually has nothing to do with mental health in our country, but it has everything to do with Facebook and Instagram squeezing out the influencer, squeezing out the manipulator. So these companies, instead of paying the influencer, are going to be paying Facebook and Instagram directly because they're going to have to do the advertising themselves instead of sending that money to the influencer. So bam, which one do you think it is? Do you think Facebook and Instagram really cares about the mental health of our country or our society, or do you think they're doing it because they want to make more money? You know, I bumped into one of my friends today from college, and he was around me after college, when I was really sick and and I had to move home because my uh, because my health condition came back and I couldn't take care of myself in L.A., I was in my early twenties. So I saw him today. I haven't seen him for a while, and he was just so blown away at you know how good I looked and and you know I had been really working out a lot and I've been taking care of myself and I've been eating well and he just was reminded of how sick I was in my twenties. Uh, and he just was moved by, wow, here's a guy who is so sick and has really come a long way, looks great, doing all these cool things. And I guess that kind of is probably in the back of my mind as to, you know, why I've created the podcast and why I talk about this kind of stuff. Life is so freaking fast and short, and our free time is so valuable. And so. I think I know, for me, I feel the best when I'm around people, and we're talking, and we're laughing, and we're hugging. And I I realize that face-to-face interaction can be really scary. Intimacy can be really scary. And I know that is why these social media platforms are so popular. They were created by introverts. Instagram, Facebook, these platforms very often are created by introverts who don't know how to socialize. So using a Facebook app, using Instagram, using messaging, it really helps people that are insecure, scared of intimacy, to communicate, quote unquote, in a different sort of way. But the reality is through my experience, through my life, connection, seeing the person, seeing the hand gestures, being in the same room. I know that is scary for people. I know having a conversation and sharing your opinions is really scary for people. That's the other thing. We are so scared now that we may say something that could be taken the wrong way. They could be misconstrued because that's the culture we live in now. Everything can be misconstrued. We live in a call-out culture where I may say something that's kind of fucked up or wrong and then people are going to jump on and call me out. I mean, that is the world we live in. I am very well aware of it. I know that's why my podcast can be scary, can be considered controversial. But I know for a fact that face-to-face conversations, being in the room, seeing the person, hugging each other, all of this stuff does Improve people's lives. It improves people's mental health. And it's far more valuable than messaging, emojis, texting. And that's why, you know, after seeing my friend today, I mean, I was reminded the power of friendship. And my last point, you know, even Instagram and Facebook to me have sort of devalued or blurred the lines of what a true friend is. I mean, Are your 1,000 Facebook friends really friends? Or the five people that you talk to on the phone every day uh, or once a week? I mean, are those truly friends? I mean, what is the definition of a friend now? I feel like Instagram and Facebook have blurred the lines of what a friend really is. I mean, all these things are challenging to manage. So I just felt inspired to talk about it. I'm reminded almost every day when I have a face-to-face conversation or put the phone down and talk to people and listen, that that is, for me, what fills me up and makes me feel the most inspired when I'm around other people, hearing their stories, and we're talking and trying to figure out all this stuff and make sense of it all and live the best possible life that we can, because fuck, it is so fast. We are going to be gone. (laughs) And what do we have left? So I think legacy, that's the last thing I want to say. Legacy. What is your legacy? I've been thinking about that a lot lately, and I I think that that might be another reason why I created the podcast. This idea that I'm creating a show that forever will be there after I'm gone. That's like really kind of cool to think about. Um, So yeah, that's the show for today. Just I've been thinking about a lot of stuff this week. And especially after my conversation with Vita. So again, I'm going to welcome Jake Reed to the show next. He's a drummer here in Los Angeles. Uh, go on, please support the show, write a review on iTunes, write a, uh, share it with friends, tell people about it. And as always, I'm so appreciative for the listeners out there, for you taking the time to listen to the show. And again, thanks for being a part of the Downward Facing Spiritual Spiral podcast.